And we're back for another episode of Not a Terribly Good Podcast. Hello. And Jordan's already laughing because he found a <laughs> short story he wrote when was, he was yeah, probably like 10. I was, I was 9 or 10. I w- I'm going to say I was 5. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the book review podcast. <laughs> so we're going to review... I'm a sorry. short story, an original. God, I was by so Jordan stupid. John. It all started when my family and I went to Montana to see my aunt and uncle. My brother and I slept in the tent while our parents slept in the fold-down seat in the back of our van. That night, a lost kid came to our tent. He woke us both up. <laughs> His name was Doby. He asked if he could sleep with us. We said yes. <laughs> we woke up early the next morning because... <laughs> We heard running footsteps of horses and yelling of cowboys and Indians. <laughs> That's not very PC. I know. It was the 90s. It was a lawless time. <laughs> and plus Montana is just decades behind anyway. <laughs> I looked outside and it looked like a war. And it was. <laughs> we were in it. <laughs> Soon the Indians left and the cowboys were setting up camp where we were. One of them came over. Pretty quick war. <laughs> That was it. That that war was irrelevant to the story, apparently. (laughs) Moving on. Still better than the room. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Where was I? Uh, One of them came over with three three guns and and horses. He asked if if we had cowboy hats. And we said no. (laughs) Better arm these fucking kids. (laughs) Give me a second. I'm sweating. I'm laughing so hard. This is so stupid. Uh, Doby said he needed some cowboy clothes. Apparently <laughs> the fucking kid was naked. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, he sl- and he came to sleep with you. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Doby. Uh, the cowboy called out to Billy to get three hats and a set of clo- <laughs> cowboy clothes. Billy brought over the hats and the clothes. The cowboys. So like, wait, hold on. You and Jared apparently <laughs> are prepared with cowboy clothes it's already. It's funny. It's like, five nine. Jared's like, 14 at this time. <laughs> fucking going along. But Mom said I had to hang out with you. <laughs> Go be cowboys, I guess. The cowboy, the cowboy finally introduced himself. His name was Bo. <laughs> How'd you spell Bo? B-O. <laughs> Bo. Bo asked us if we knew how to ride a horse. We said yes. We didn't know why we were there until I remembered the clash of light in the sky last night. I assumed it was lightning, but it wasn't. <laughs> it was a time machine flash. <laughs> hang on. Hang on. Yeah, this is why I'm saying I'm five. My dad sent us back in time since he's the only guy who invented one. <laughs> I apologize to everyone listening. <laughs> God damn it. You should apologize to dad for thinking he was that ambitious. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to invent a time machine to get rid of my fucking kids. (laughs) Why is it built out of Coors Light cans? (laughs) (laughs) Billy said the Indians would attack again soon. So be ready. Can I just blame Brentwood Elementary for not teaching me... The real meaning behind Columbus Day. (laughs) Apologize to the Native American people. (laughs) 
<laughs> they're they're resilient in your story, man. They're not giving up. They're coming back. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, we got dressed, mounted our horses, and got the guns cocked and loaded. <laughs> in a few minutes, what the fuck? In a few minutes, the Indians <laughs> swarmed the campground. They were yelling and shooting. I shot a few Indians just to defend myself. Just to defend myself. It was self-defense. Can't arrest me. And I'm back in time. Uh, I saw a clash of light in the sky. And the next thing I knew, I was back in the tent. I rushed to my dad and said I just had an adventure vacation. And that his time machine worked. And dad said, oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh. This one's called my shit, my adventure oh, was with it a two shark. Page? Oh, no, okay. this is there was two stories in here, dads and both. <laughs> I'm not reading the other one. <laughs> What's the title of the other one? My adventure with a shark. Ooh, you'd better fucking read that. No. I bet you it's gonna be better than Sharknado. <laughs> it all started off when my dad unloaded the Red Rider. Learn a new way to open a story. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I think I, that was the name of our boat. We didn't have a boat. It was I mean, a blow you didn't up. have a time machine either. <laughs> you a, don't know that. It was a blow-up raft. I'm not reading it. It was also blue and yellow. Into the you crystal clear Pacific Ocean. Oh. We saw a few fish jump here and there. I was excited. It was the first time I Do got to go. Do you know the most go... unbelievable part of this story is that he was excited to see fish in a boat. That is true. <laughs> it was the first time I got to go scuba diving. Yeah, that's why. Okay. <laughs> I saw a fin and said, Dad, look at that dolphin. But he didn't see it. I was wrong. It wasn't a dolphin. It was a shark. <laughs> Tune in next week when I finish this story. <laughs> oh. So I wanted to talk about TikTok, and then I read that. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that I wanted to say about TikTok is, like, do you watch it when you're at work? Uh, on my break, yeah. On my break. I watch it, like, when I'm working. and like, So, I'm like, I mean, sometimes there's, like, slow times, like, if the phones aren't ringing or whatever. And so, like, I don't know what it is about one of my coworkers, but if I'm looking at my phone... And I'm watching TikTok and there's noise going on my phone. Why do you think I want to talk about NASCAR at that time? <laughs> <laughs> or anything. Uh, like I don't <laughs> I don't give a fuck about your dogs. <laughs> I don't care about NASCAR unless I like lose money on it. I just like TikTok's open. It's like, I'll turn that shit off and listen to me. It's like, no, I'm already doing a mindless activity. I don't need to do another one. You need to be nice to senior citizens. Whatever. If he retires in three years, I get his desk. So is it, is it like a it's, nice? It's just away from my other boss. Oh, so okay. That was all. That's all I wanted to say about it. That's yeah, why I, I was wondering if you had like coworkers like. Hey, I know you're doing something, but let's talk about something stupid. Well, no, I have those. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but you I'm had the guy that got his hand stuck because he's a <laughs> Marine. <laughs> yeah, that guy's funny. Um, so, no, I have coworkers that'll just like, they, they clearly see I'm working on something and they have to come and they're like, what are you working on? 
the same shit I'm always working on, Pinky. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, dude. Snort. <laughs> My job is warehouse management. I'll bet you what I'm working on has something to do with that, you dumb fuck. <laughs> Tire go flat? <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> uh, Does it look like I'm doing? Well, then I have Andrew. I'm like, Andrew, what are you doing? He's like, working. You should try it. And I'm like, yeah, fuck you, Andrew. Get in the joke, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Anyway. Yeah. All right, I read a story. You read a story. Uh, okay, I'm not. I can't read this whole. <laughs> I don't know if you could call it a novel. It might be a novella. <laughs> it is. It's short. It's um, like you're. Uh, I, I have it on Kindle. It gives you like an estimated time. I think it, based on how fast I click through pages, it tells me it's probably like an hour and a half to read the whole thing. Okay, so it's it's. A short story. Yeah, it it's longer than a short story. It's probably a no, a, a, a novella. But anyway, it is called Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> My adventure, <laughs> Boogaloo. No. Oh, uh, I got to show you the cover art because we will post the cover art on. Yeah, oh yeah, sure. On Facebook. Um, if you want to, it's available on Amazon uh, for five bucks. And did he design this cover art himself, or did he pay in, somebody else to do it? In MS Paint. <laughs> Join or die. That's what it says on the front. God, that's funny. Oh, that's better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> so, yeah, Boogaloo by the pseudonym Carl Snuffy. <laughs> so, Jared will Jared recognize Snuffy, the surname, as the stand-in for military fuck-up. You yeah. know, like it when you're like learning how to discipline people and fill out fucking forms or like Airman Snuffy did this, you know, and, and then you do your training. It on goes, how to... it goes back to the military acronym Snafu. Okay, um, yeah, like you know, Airman Snuffy. Wait, what is Snafu? I don't. Situation normal, all fucked up. Huh. I just I remember Fubar. Fucked up beyond all recognition. Yeah. yeah. And then you can have Snafu Bar. So. So, Boogaloo, the first of two books. Potentially a trilogy if he ever gets off his ass to write a third book. <laughs> I am fucking dying waiting for this book. <laughs> you know, like, I, like I'm, I'm, a, I'm a reader. You know, I'll, I'll read books. I'll listen to a lot of audiobooks. I was like, obviously I'm not. Based on the story that you just heard. <laughs> like, I am, I, I, I am not a writer at all. And there, a big part of me, like, actually respects this guy for, you know, hey, he, he sat down, he wrote this, and he, he put it out there in the world. And I do think that's worthy of, you know, a little respect. And now that I've said that, I feel <laughs> now that, that we can just pieces. rip this shit down. Just be just mean to him. Is. Be mean to him and not 10-year-old me. Sorry, 5-year-old me. <laughs> it is fucking bad. So imagine if Red Dawn happened to the special needs a bunch of, like, a bunch of Montana militiamen who didn't know they were gay <laughs> <laughs> and just couldn't like where this and is just going. couldn't come to terms with that. So okay. um, I, I did bookmark like fucking 20 quotes because they're, really, <laughs> they're all amazing. Uh, I'm going to pull up my Kindle on my phone to read these. So it, there's a little like prologue about what this is. This is all about the Antifa Wars, the uh, soon to happen revolution how old is this book a couple years really yeah okay so yeah this was 
I think he published it probably 2019 because it was pre-COVID, but right around there was when I first heard about it. Like someone, someone from, I I used to work with this guy and someone texted me like, dude, dude, did you know he wrote a book? (laughs) I'm like, send me that link immediately. (laughs) (laughs) I am reading this tonight. It's otters all over again. Yeah. Different otter guy, right? This is a different guy than this from is, last year. Yeah, this is a different okay. guy than Otters. So uh, I'll, I'll just read the whole like prologue because it's short. Um, oh yeah, and there's also like he starts every chapter with like a fake quote. So this one, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so it opens with like, in the profession of arms, instead of saying "I love you," they tell each other to go fuck themselves, and I think that's really beautiful by Helen Keller. <laughs> and, and like, so that's the kind of like humor. <laughs> And I mean, like, we, we'll never know if she said that or not. Forward. <laughs> this was a conflict without honor or dignity. Things were done for shock value alone, and no innocence of any kind was left was left unscathed. Men mushroom-stamped men. Women cunt-punted women. Jeez. And transgenders, well, transgenders did whatever they do to one, one another that is unspeakable. <laughs> <laughs> First sentence, and we're just trying to swing it for the fences. It's like, I said yeah. Indians in my story, yeah. sorry. <laughs> this was a war fought by the brave and the stupid. The authentic heroes, apostrophe S, uh, <laughs> the, the, clearly not edited at all. Like even, but it was published. Like, self-published on Dude, Amazon. You could put stuff on Kindle. Yeah, yeah. So you I were did, free. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like, didn't know that. So yeah. no, and it's kind of cool because like it's five bucks for the the ebook version, or you can pay ten bucks and like they will print you a book. In, huh. like, yeah, like they'll. Yeah, it'll like, be just yeah, spiral like, bound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like made, no, I think it's like real bound. But because hmm. Kindle can just or not your Amazon, yeah, they'll just like make make you know made to order your book and send it off. I should get like real copies and get them autographed. <laughs> but, uh, so uh, and then go like leave them in a library. <laughs> <laughs> just just, just, like, don't, <laughs> just donate them all. <laughs> Uh, uh, it's gonna be like the would make up a website like which library did you find this in like you have to put it back in a library you didn't find it in yeah. it's kind of like a weird like the ring type yeah yeah <laughs> it's so, like the uh, only way to survive no one knows recording. who who started the fight or who fired the first shots okay the, so that's not actually totally true normal people were minding their own fucking business when Marxist assholes lost their damn minds and began shooting off the very guns they despised in the name of progress in quotes <laughs> In the fall of the new year zero, the world changed and regressed to a more primitive warlike state. In all this chaos and turmoil, there was one man within a militia group known as the Boogaloo Boys. The Boogaloo Boys. Boys with an eye. <laughs> so, boys. boys. <laughs> and he, he recorded his experiences and wrote them down like a little bitch. <laughs> so... <laughs> Brian Fitzgerald was a veteran of the global war on terror and went on to fight in the American Antifa conflict. This is his story. <laughs> so, and then so, hang on, and then hang on. It all started with it his all dad started built a with. time machine. <laughs> <laughs> so, so right right off the bat, he's telling us this main character is a little bitch. <laughs> so uh, it's like, okay, what was his name? Brian. It was Dobby. Brian. So. <laughs> There's a lot of characters in here, and don't bother trying to keep track of them, because there's no difference in them at all. <laughs> okay. So, they're all the same guy. 
Except one of them is the loser for some reason. I just realized we never found out what happened to Dobby. Dobby? <laughs> Dobby. Dobby? Dobby? Whatever. Right a better ending. So. <laughs> 30 years later. You no. should totally. 25 Actually, years that'd later. That'd be hilarious to rewrite. <laughs> I don't have that kind of imagination would, anymore. Do it as a children's book. Right, rewrite that into a children's book. <laughs> no. I'm going to... We so, should totally do that. Write children's books? Write fucked up children's uh-huh. books. <laughs> I mean, like you see, if, if you draw funny cartoons, you could probably get away with it. You do yeah. it. Can you still draw? Yeah. Okay. Remember <laughs> remember when we were going to draw web comics? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bought a drawing tablet okay. on, on deployment. Uh, I never used it once. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm like I don't, really I don't know surprised. how to draw. I'm really surprised that we have this many episodes of this. Yeah, this has lasted a while. Like all of our projects fizzle out after like oh, two weeks. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> like the time we made moonshine and the time we made beer. I mean, well, I guess we finished the beer and then we drank it and then we never made it again. Yeah, I mean, like I still have all my beer stuff. I just... Like it's easier to keg, and I want to get a kegerator. So probably once we get into the new house, I'm one of my first projects will be like a kegerator, and then mm-hmm. back to brewing. But as I say, usually like my ideas never make it past the text because be like there one time I was like we should make our own barbecue sauce, and you're like yeah let's do it let's spot. I'm like nah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want you to make the barbecue sauce. <laughs> I want you to make me the barbecue sauce, and I want it now because I have chicken nuggets. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because I think I I had it was like a barbecue sauce I didn't like, but I still ate it. And I was like, I, I think I should, we should make our own barbecue sauce. It's like so. okay, back back to the okay. Boogaloo boys. Boogaloo. Brian woke up in a cold sweat. His receding hairline perspired, while a gentle breeze from the ceiling fan did nothing to quell the internal heat caused by distant wartime memories. <laughs> so like, he, he wakes up in a cold sweat from the eternal heat of, of battle memories. He's painting me a like, picture. With a gentle breeze. He's, all, he's covered all the temperatures. This motherfucker's a wordsmith. So anyway, so he... I love the receding yeah, hairline. Yeah, his... I he, have one of those. You know, <laughs> um, Relatable. So there's, there's lots of like little gems like this uh, all throughout but he's like um, his, one of his buddies comes over and is like dude I got a surprise let's go and they're um, it's like over the next couple minutes on the way to the range Gary and Brian joked and talked about politics their time in the service and hypothetical boogaloo situations all, all while enjoying several monsters and rippets so as to be at their peak when shooting I don't know what a rippet is a rippet is the military energy drink like it's the they're they're the ones that got the contract oh you can okay. get them so, at the dollar store yeah because well, i remember the uh, the hbo miniseries generation kill and they called it rip fuel is that because they probably didn't get the rights to rip it potentially okay but yeah like rippets are it for some reason you can get an energy drink over there but it's not everywhere had like exchanges set up or uh you know a lot of the more built up bases you could just go buy monsters and stuff but out of out of the defects you could get little eight ounce cans of rip it no. yeah and they had caffeine and hmm. yeah it was you know an energy that drink little eight ounce was, can had like it was like double yeah, the yeah it was, yeah, it was just soda. like a red it was just like like a little red bowl but you know not the skinny can the short little fucked up cans okay. yeah fruit punch and then like sugar-free fruit punch and citrus and hmm. that was that was about the flavors of it 
Hmm. And people would do some shady shit for rippets. There's a there's a new Mountain Dew. It's like Mountain Dew Awake or something like that, where it's like the amount of caffeine in two cups of coffee. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, I don't think I want two cups of coffee before I go record this. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyway, Gary and Brian are out shooting, and they're having a good time. And then uh, w- one of them has, it was like, hey, I, I bought this cabin in the woods, and we can just live here and be a militia now. And then they're they're driving. Uh, they're they hear f- gunfire, something on the radio. They're like, "There's fighting in Portland. We better go check it out." And then there's a clash of light in the sky. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm comparing my story to this guy's story, but I wrote mine when I was ten. All right, and it's so far it's the same. So, um, so they're they're driving into Portland, and there's just massive fighting, and they don't know what's going on. And here's another quote. Um, there they are, was yelled from what appeared to be the group leader. This individual was not wearing a mask and looked like the local transgender college professor who taught feminine feminist fundamentals for underwater basket weaving. She was, <laughs> she was tall, skinny, had pink dreadlocks, and a masculine chin and cheekbones. Kill them all. Death to the fascists. For Karl Marx. For Bernie. For AOC. For Bernie. <laughs> Feeling the burn. She yelled as the unorganized group started opening fire on the muscle car and bushes. <laughs> So well, at least he used the right pronoun or whatever. Called her a she. Hey, hey. Well, well, if we if we take anything, woke, yeah, like, man. yeah, <laughs> if, if we take anything from the story, it's that. If if he did use the correct chosen uh, uh, pronoun on for a transgender college professor, it was purely by accident. <laughs> <laughs> there, and there's lots of little like he tries to. He's clearly trying to, to be like a writer, and it's awesome. So you get so you get little stuff like I, hi- so I highlighted this. The sun was now the the sun was now fully emerged over the sky. The daylight cycle swinging into full motion. <laughs> a clash get- of light in the sky, and we were transported <laughs> back in cowboy times. <laughs> what's, what what's that uh, program that you could buy for your? computer that makes you a better writer like that's the whole advertisement there's something called the hemingway a thesaurus i bought a thesaurus the other day it's awful and it's awful like i don't i don't know what it does <laughs> but there's something called hemingway that's supposed to analyze your writing and mm-hmm. tell you what repetitive stuff you're doing like, or you know when you, you should can... drink <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay here's an here's another good one uh sunday was probably brian's favorite day of the week Gary actually allowed the team some downtime on Sunday so they didn't so they didn't kill each other. Brian had just finished one of the greatest showers of his life, which included the use of a pocket pussy that he had stolen <laughs> that he had stolen from an abandoned retirement home where the team had raided for supplies. Besides some residual dust that he had to dump out, it was a solid tool for polishing yeah, his knob. Yeah, that's dust you're dumping out, friend. <laughs> like there's a whole lot a lot of this book is about jerking off. <laughs> a lot of it. <laughs> Uh, this Bri- guy's my hero. <laughs> you need better heroes. Brian made his way back to the bunk room to get dressed and maybe take a nap. When he opened the door, Brian was met with horror that he could never recover from. Horror? Horror. Ah, horror. Horror. <laughs> uh, what the fuck? He yelled across the room. There lay Todd in his bed, ass in the air, attempting to suck his own dick. <laughs> Todd, Todd's rectum stared angrily at, at Brian from across the <laughs> room, Todd. like an injured animal that had suffered mu- too much abuse. 
Todd, Todd jumped up with extreme embarrassment and surprise in his face. <coughs> hey, hey, man, you know, just just stretching, trying to stay limber. You know, I uh, I well, I thought you were gonna be gone longer. Todd stood there, face beat red and dick harder than a jackhammer. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, put on some fucking clothes and get the fuck out. I don't want to see you the rest of the day, Brian yelled, and he threw his pocket pussy at Todd. <laughs> Unfortunately for Todd, the still sopping wet and leaking toys slapped him dead across the face and sprayed his juices all over him. <laughs> Todd silently grabbed his clothes and, clothes and scrambled out of the room into the latrine where Brian could hear a sink being turned on with frequent gagging. <laughs> he shook his head and got dressed, still thinking about the amazing facial he had just given Todd. He was never going to let him forget that not only did Todd try to suck his own dick, but had in turn had Brian's baby gravy blasted all over his face. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is the part where, like... (laughs) This is the most fun I've had reading a book in years. It really, like... Every second of reading this when I first got it was just like, <laughs> like I was just texting someone like line for line. Me, he was texting yeah. me. Oh my god! I know, like I remember, like like I w- I was reading it as I was walking around in Costco. <laughs> like it was like Melissa's like go to the store. I'm like I'm reading. Hold on. <laughs> She's like no, go to Costco. I was like going like switching back and forth between Kindle and my phone and the shopping list. Oh my gosh, that well. Yeah, and he was texting me lines out of this book with no context, context. whatsoever. I should have done Just that with my story. Baby gravy. It's <laughs> like, stop, please. And then a clash of light in the sky. <laughs> oh. Well, now I'm embarrassed to read my shark adventure. So, this really? is um Okay, so this is where they're they're going to raid for supplies. Is, uh, doesn't look disturbed, Gary muttered to himself while examining the door. Brian, not being able to take it any longer, ran up to the door and Spartan kicked it with all his might. <laughs> the door flew off his hinges and practically exploded across the room. Like, like, have you ever tried to kick in a door? Like, like you're not going to send a door flying across the room. <laughs> but Captain what, America could do it. What, what lie in front of Brian was potentially the most beautiful thing he had ever laid eyes on. The room was filled with boxes and boxes, filled with kilos of everything one could imagine. In addition to this was a pile of porn mags that could have made even a prison inmate blush. A single teardrop fell from his eye as he thumbed the magazines and fondled a massive bag of white girl. <laughs> so this guy is a lifelong mega Mormon. <laughs> like, so uh, I, I know I said like, he writes a lot about doing drugs and drinking, and he clearly has no context of which, of, of how any of this works. It's like, man, I love titties. It's like a big bag of sand. <laughs> it, it is the bag of sand version of for yeah. for booze and oh my God. booze and sex and drugs. Like, I mean, I don't know anything about doing coke. <laughs> uh, I gotta think I could write better about doing coke. Doing coke. Doing coke. Okay, uh, he's like, all right, guys, grab the legit pills, load them up, and step back. I'm going to burn this place to the ground so no legit. one can get hurt from all this shit. Legit pills. So Those it, are too legit to quit. <laughs> Brian, Brian quickly grabbed a brick of Coke and shoved it in his bag. It's okay. Oh, it's okay, baby, he whispered to his new friend. No one's going to hurt you. Jesus. The team rounded up the rest of their needed supplies and stored them in the back of the Jeep with the porno mags. 
Are we supposed to like Brian? I don't know. I don't like Brian. Get, Gary <laughs> threw a Molotov cocktail in the trailer and stepped back as the place was consumed in fire. Although he couldn't save it all, Brian had managed to take a hefty amount of his prize, which he measured would last him at least a year. Like with that. the amount of coke this guy does, no. <laughs> Get a nose full of Colombian Bam Bam. Fucking go. So then, uh, you know, so the Antifa conflict goes on, and they're fighting on their own. And I don't know where we are in the story. Um, but this is still part one, right? Dude, the parts don't make any sense. <laughs> okay. Like there's there's like three parts, but part two is like ninety five percent of the book. <laughs> so those with even the smallest experience or common sense knew to sleep in something that could easily be worn to get up and go. Todd had neither. <laughs> Fucking Todd. Fucking so, Todd. So as the rest of the team moved into their positions to react to contact fully clothed and ready to go, Todd, who insisted on sleeping in the nude, was the only way to... Um, <laughs> Todd, Todd was in his Sorry, guys. <laughs> just <laughs> over here. It's, it's so, so hot. It's so hard to read because it's like run-on sentences. They, do, <laughs> okay. they just change... Like he clearly only he never read back any of this, and just, I, I guarantee he he typed it out and just hit send without reading it again. But because um, <laughs> so, he didn't have his Bob to proofread his story. Yeah. <laughs> Todd was in his plate carrier with boots, uh, with his boots on and nothing else. Dick swaying in the wind with all its grandeur and furry, ready <laughs> ready to meet the enemy quote head on. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the amount the amount he talks about this guy Todd's dick is <laughs> it's a lot. I think I think we should all write a book. Together? <laughs> Together and put it on Kindle. Okay. Just it's gotta be my, I already wrote my part. <laughs> you guys go off of that. Just take out the part where we we stay back in time. So, KJ's like, Dobby. <laughs> I'm sorry. It makes sense. No. The, the first snow that winter fell with volume yet grace. There was something peaceful and serene about how the giant snowflakes drifted down and piled up on one another, creating several feet of snow in a matter of hours. Brian looked outside the first floor cabin window and watched as the snowbanks became higher and higher. He looked back and forth to make sure no one was around and hit a line of booger sugar off the kitchen table. <laughs> oh, my God. And then, uh... So, yeah, they're just, like, nothing's going on in the story. We're halfway through the book. They're just kind of... Nothing. Going, they're, going, they're just going around shooting shooting liberals in Portland, basically. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. Automatic weapons fire ripped through the trees like diarrhea ripping through an asshole from, from Montezuma's <laughs> Revenge. Oh, my... <sighs> so, um, uh, okay, it's cool. Um, eventually... They are hired by the real military to help retake Portland. No, they were not. <laughs> <laughs> because the the Russian, uh, the it's like Russia and Antifa and furries and liberals have all conspired to. And it's just a civil war across the whole okay. the whole United States, and things are really falling apart. Totally believable. <laughs> so, um, they, uh, um, General. It's, Kenobi. It's, it's 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 not Mattis. It's General Kratis with a C. <laughs> of course, sh- shows up and, and they're like, "We've heard about you guys." And like, <laughs> Good we, we like 
we are giving you the hardest detail yet. You have to clear out the sewers. Oh my god! So, right. I can't wait so, to play this video game. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, the, yeah. The, this the, the, their militia is you know <laughs> Call of Duty Eight. So this is one of the scenes. This is one of the scenes down in the sewers. It's a trap. Get out! Get out! All of a sudden, a previously submerged figure stood up from the three feet deep water, a makeshift snorkel apparent on their face, and screamed, Long live the people! Boom! The vest detonated. Ball bearings ripped through Brian's squad, misting three guys instantly and wounding six more. Brian himself took one to the leg, which fractured his femur. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, uh, yeah, uh, liberal suicide and bomber. (laughs) Fractured femur. Fractured. Fractured. Didn't rip the leg off. (laughs) <laughs> just broke <laughs> so um, a page later uh, as the insurgents as the insurgents moved away Brian began his ascent to the surface was with only his cock and his glock and, and like uh, <laughs> he, he had to like play dead and they they took all his weapons and I think he hid his his pistol in his ass to, <laughs> to, 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 to be able to save it he said a survivor a survivor was yelled across the camp Brian limped forward on his injured leg buckling under his own weight so he walked out of the sewers on his broken femur. It was like two paragraphs later. <laughs> like, I'm not a doctor, but broken fe- broken femur isn't one of those uh, things you walk off. Depends on how much booger sugar you got. <laughs> so, yeah, so like he, he makes it back to camp. Brian sat depressed on his rocking chair as, as his cane lay across his lap. So he's got a cane for his, his broken femur. Uh, he had easily finished two bottles of Jack Daniels and was already half done with a bottle of Jose Cuervo. Uh, now this, <laughs> I went so, ten rounds with Jose Cuervo. <laughs> so now uh, I did I did some math on this. So okay, assuming Brian is this guy, just the author himself. He's he's a little guy. He's probably say one sixty. Okay. So, and probably 5'8". So, drinking two bottles of Jack and half a bottle of Jose Cuervo for 160-pound guys. If you give him eight hours to do to drink that much, his BAC is 1.17. <laughs> like, so, not, not zero point something. The legal limit to drive is 0.08. <laughs> <laughs> he, he has... So, drinking... Drinking two bottles, two full bottles of Jack and Jose Cuervo over eight hours, like that's being real generous because this the story is not him drinking all day. <laughs> so uh, yeah, one point one seven. It's I did look up like what's the highest ever recorded. That's BAC. what I was getting ready to do. <laughs> it was um some like Russian guy drank. So, <laughs> of course he was Russian, but he drank like <laughs> some industrial solvent <laughs> so uh, uh the, like the highest bac who lived i think okay and he was like 0. 0.9 or okay <laughs> so, i was yeah, gonna like, say they just <clears throat> i think it was somebody in florida just just had the new record for the highest bac ever caught while driving and it was like two or point two two or something or something no it was like point He's their king now. It was a she. Oh, she, she <laughs> like, that's the she's best their queen now. It's a lot of Bartles and James, lady. Okay, so yeah. The highest BAC DUI. Uh, it's a Polish dude. It was 1.480. Yeah, like, and that's... It's like 0. 
is eight hundredths of a percent of your blood is alcohol. Yeah. And that's enough to fuck you up. One percent of your blood is alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> like like one point four percent of your all the blood in your body is pure alcohol at that point. So uh, here's a shout out to, to where we are. Uh, Brian's team had learned that up north in Washington State, there was a World War One trench warfare style conflict, which yeah. separated the Patriot back Spokane yeah, yeah. from the Antifa occupied Seattle. Of, of course. And this is funny. This is before like all that, like the Occupy, like there was that section of Seattle that was like actually occupied by Antifa. Oh, <laughs> like this is all before. So he called it. Oh, but there's also a trench warfare. <laughs> trench. Like there was just a Washington was just a giant no man's land between Spokane and, and Seattle. I mean, it still kind of is. <laughs> I mean, even without the fighting. I was like, have you ever actually heard of someone from Ellensburg? Uh, Ewing. <laughs> it's like, where are you from, Ellensburg? Really? So, uh, yeah. So the, they're just continuing to fight and try and take back Portland. Uh, Why? Because that's just where they are. Did you know that Portland was named because of a coin toss? Okay. The two people that founded it, one of it it was either going to be called Boston or Portland. And they flipped a coin and Portland won. And now you know. No, they used to have a mayor named Sam Adams who was a pedophile. I believe that's why he's not mayor anymore. Didn't Spokane have a mayor that like try to get with like teenage boys? Probably. Or maybe I mean they could have been eight eighteen year old boys, but it was <sighs> I don't know. I can't remember. Not a name. good look for No. You're like if you're like technically they were eighteen, you're already <laughs> Yeah. You lost. <laughs> <laughs> you have lost that argument. I just remember it's like uh Spokane made the national news. Like that's awesome. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. So now they're like Have you heard of our friend Rachel Dolezal? <laughs> <laughs> They're, uh. they're, uh, they're they're like working their way block to block, like all the fighting through the trenches around Portland. Brian fired a shell through the lock and pushed through the door, dragging Todd across the floor, screaming. <laughs> Dragging him <Yeah>. by what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> what? This wiener. Like what lay before Brian's eyes was one of the most perverse things he had ever witnessed. Inside were two furries dressed as unicorns with hooves, horns, and all. Fucking and choking one another to the song "My Little Pony" as another jabroni jerked it in the corner. The two lovebirds sat on a bed, scrambled for the rifles resting against the bedroom wall. Bam! Clack, clack, clack! Brian pumped two rounds into the unfortunate, mangled mess of nastiness that was once an autoerotic pleasure party. <laughs> like I just, love- I can't imagine like going to war against people dressed up as unicorns. And these are the people who and not yelling for Narnia. Like- <laughs> and, and, and these people successfully took over most of the United States. Yeah, and like they can't manage not fucking each other in furry suits during a battle. <laughs> so yeah, he's killing more. Okay, he catches up with that uh, with the trans professor and kills her, him, whichever. Um, well, what does he say? Does he say her or him? This is important. <laughs> okay, uh, this is kind of a joke. I had to yell at him at work one time for this. But he said, uh, civilian casualties were just the cost of the war at this point and weren't even considered by those in charge. It was a small price to pay for purging this now stronghold of its conquerors. So he's just like, I mean, a lot of innocent people are dying in this conflict, apparently. Yeah. And he's like, small price to pay. So, <laughs> and I know we were, we were intel analysts and uh, we, we were talking about you know, the, 
always, we're always talking about Korea, like North Korea, South Korea stuff. Mm-hmm. And we're just, I mean, he's given a presentation and someone was like, hey, like, um, so what happens if North Korea attacks Seoul? You're like, millions and millions of people die immediately. <laughs> like, Seoul is, Seoul's like 20 miles from the DMZ. It's right the fuck there. Like, yeah. like there's artillery that can reach Seoul. Right. It's not hard. Like, you know, we're, we, the news is always like laughing, like, yeah, North Korea blew up a missile on the pad. Like, but, you know, like North Korea is getting, it has gotten a lot better at, at making missiles and stuff. That's how you, that's how you get better is you fuck up and learn from your mistakes and they've been doing it a lot. But anyway. Well, you got to stop executing yeah. scientists that fuck up though, yeah, so, so they can learn from the mistakes. You know, like having, having this conversation. Don't like, learn to learn to, to learn to do that. <laughs> yeah, I know. So someone was like, like, hey, uh, he had said something about like, who cares? Like, let's just, you're like, oh, cool. So, like, we're just going to sacrifice the 14 million people that live in Seoul, you know, j- just so we can get rid of K- Kim Jong-un. And he's like, small price to pay. Like, you, you can't, like, <laughs> what the fuck do you mean 14 million people? It's like, you can't like, say that. I, I, you know, as a percentage of the human population, sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's a small percentage. Yeah. But, like, dude, you just, you can't say that shit as, as a real military <laughs> analyst. Just say it in your weird book. <laughs> and he did. <laughs> uh, can we talk about North Korea real quick? I stopped watching the news when they got it wrong that he died, and then he came back, so I kind of quit. So, like, I stopped it, watching the news. Well, because like, the news for a while was like they were, they were having a race to see who could be the first to confirm that um, he was dead. And it was like, yeah, he went to the hospital. We got sources confirmed he's dead. No, you don't. You do not have yeah. fucking it's sources like, inside of North Korea. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> like you know, I'm sure they had sources that were saying that. But they were just, Rodman said just, he's gone. Some fucking guy on Twitter is, <laughs> is now is now a source. You know, like where it used to be. Hey, like, we need real real sources who will go on record, and we need multiple sources yeah. before we report this. And now it's just like, according to Twitter. <laughs> So he died and then he came back to life. He was like, "No, I'm I'm fine. Yeah, you I'm know, okay." He, he probably got sick, you know. Like we don't have a whole lot of cool information about North Korea that you know, like to, to the public. There's a lot of really cool intel. Yeah, because our ambassador's Dennis Rodman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't like North Korea is one of those things where it was always really fucking annoying um, dealing with as an intel analyst because there's a lot of misinformation and like yeah, it's funny to laugh at, but like this is. Yeah, like this is real life. Yeah, yeah like, I, like when 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 uh, Trump was was going to talk to him and that was huge. Yeah, and I'll show you like why, you know, and just watching the news, it's re- it was really fucking frustrating being being an Intel analyst, right. just always and seeing stuff on the news. You're like, you guys no fucking clue what you're talking about. <laughs> or like like, and you're like, ah, oh, dude, we're all the way over here. Like they can't get a missile off the pad. Like, yeah, <laughs> like let's. China's like, been helping them. Yeah, like we. Like, we are worried about North Korea for valid reasons. Yeah. <laughs> China really started yeah. helping them when Trump was saying, telling everybody China was bad. Yeah. Like, they're like, oh, yeah? Yeah, like, We're going to okay. go give missiles to the fucking crazy guy. <laughs> yeah, like, just saying, hey, just because they can't, you know, like, it's going to be challenging for them to put an ICBM on a major American city doesn't mean that millions and millions of people won't die in a conflict. Yeah. Like, right. like there's a lot of, there's a lot of people in that part of the world, Asia. Yeah. That they, and they, that they and none can. of them like each other for some reason. And, it's, and we like South Korea and Japan. We, yeah. they, they I was going to say because they are our friends. North Korea would 
be just as happy hitting anywhere Kudos in Japan. Kudos to Japan for forgiving us. Well, they had a pretty good reason. North Korea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was like, we set up shop and didn't leave. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I don't like... Like Japan has their their military is they they still call it the self defense force, okay. And like so, constitutionally they can't have uh, like an offensive army. They're all just because they're like, hey, we fucked up and we we're keeping ourselves in check now. But then like North Korea is still like making Japan like, well, fuck. <laughs> like, what if we call it preemptive self defense? <laughs> like, is, is that is that constitutional? Uh, um, yeah, because they. Does Japan still have an emperor, and then they just have like the uh, like do the same thing that Britain does with the so <laughs> constitutional monarchy or whatever? I forget. I know the guy a couple of years ago like abdicated, and I don't know if they got rid of it as a fun, like he, he didn't, like they didn't have any real power, right? But I know like I know he abdicated, and I forget if there was like if that meant just passing to someone else or if they were actually going to kind of get rid of it as an institution, I don't really remember. Yeah. Cause I, I didn't care too much. Mm-hmm. I just, I find Britain's government really interesting sometimes. Yeah. Like cause... technically the queen can just dismiss parliament. Yeah. Like <laughs> but, seriously, there's a talking stick inside parliament that she can just go in and pick up at any time and be like, fuck you guys. I know, but like, but it's also, I think it's actually called a talking stick too. But, but it's also like, <laughs> like the queen has that kind of power. But then it's also like really important that she doesn't use it because they're like <laughs> the second you try and use it, this all falls apart. Yeah, yeah. like well, like we we all agree that you have the power, but you cannot use it. <laughs> Please, That's why they it. kept telling Meghan Markle to shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's like, hey, guess what? Remember when you married the the prince? You no longer have an opinion. <laughs> shut up. Mm. Just stand there and fucking wave. Uh, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> no, because she kept talking. Well, I think people should do this, and Parliament's like, um. Do we have to listen to her? I mean, technically, she's a princess. Like, do we? What? What are we doing? What are we doing? Because, like, so didn't it, uh, she's not though? She's not a princess. Didn't he have to give up his title? No, I don't think they had to. I think they just did it because they're like, fucking fuck this weird family. Yeah, because I think they wanted to do other stuff, but because he lives here. Limited. Yeah, they they moved to Canada. Oh, they okay. They were interviewed by Oprah. Yeah, that's but, all I know. Yeah, surrounded by billions and billions of dollars, <laughs> <laughs> and there were. I'm always really surprised how much people care about all them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I, wa- I watch The Crown on Netflix. It's an okay show. And so, oh, so that's what like one hundred percent of my knowledge about the British monarchy comes from The Crown on Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know the. I get not the king, but whatever the queen's husband. He's funny. <laughs> that's a, he was funny on the he, show. Oh, old yeah. as fuck now too. Yeah. Like, uh, didn't he just get put in the hospital too? Yeah, he had COVID, but I think he's gonna be on. He's like ninety nine or hundred. He's old as hell because mm. he was like hella old. He was older than than, than the queen by like was, twelve years. Yeah, like I think they got engaged when she was like twelve or thirteen, that's and awkward. then they just waited. Nah, that's awkward. <laughs> uh, they're all fucking inbred and cousins with each other. Oh yeah, and like like I think like that royal family is like German. Like mm-hmm. oh the, yeah 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 and then they're like like fuck you gotta change your name and they just picked like they, they, they named they, themselves after the like, palace yeah Windsor yeah they're <coughs> they just had to make something up because they're like the way the world's going people do not like Germans yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> but anyway 
Oh, so he back fin- to Snuffy. He, <laughs> he does finally meet. He, he stops jerking off with Todd, and he meets a nurse who is definitely not his wife. Like, <laughs> I honestly don't know how much more I can hear. Like, so, yeah. I want you to know we've been talking about this for as long as Kelly said it took to read the book. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, man, I, we sh- we could just like do the audiobook version for him and read it. It would be amazing. So anyway, he 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 meets a woman. There's uh, a nurse at back of their compound after they they liberate most of Portland. He goes back and then they, they they start hooking up. So I have a couple quotes from their hook. Oh, hooking up. and it's right. it's very clear how much he does not enjoy sex with women. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh. like Carly rammed her perfect middle finger up his ass. What the fuck? Like is written. Uh, Brian, <laughs> wait, 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 wait! Those sound effects. Those sound effects were written. Yeah, Gaga, Gaga, written in all caps. <laughs> you remember that South Park episode when I think it's uh, Randy? He eats too much PF Changs. <laughs> yeah, and he's on the toilet. He's like, that's what I. That's that's what I heard. I hope I never meet this person. The The air had begun to cool and the leaves had begun to change. Fall was here and Brian's inner white girl was freaking out. He would never tell anyone this for fear of the endless gay jokes, but Brian loved fall. <laughs> See, okay. This is he like the, said the autumn. He should have said autumn. Yeah. I love autumn. He loved the cool air, the colors, and most importantly, the pumpkin spice. He had been snagging pumpkin spice everything every time the team had gone on runs to collect supplies, and then he had hoarded it beneath his bed. In addition to this, he mixed we- it in with the booger, booger <laughs> sugar. In addition to this, wearing sweatpants was one of his favorite pastimes, and now he could totally get away with it. <laughs> okay, so he likes pumpkin spice and fingers up the butt. So, um, oh, so and then he meets um, Parasailin. She's okay. <laughs> the former governor of Alaska, um, and and then it turns out that he used to bang her when they were in Afghanistan together. Good for him. Cool. Parasailing. <laughs> Do you know what the best twist of this book is going to be? Is this is actually KJ's the author? <laughs> <laughs> like I I hope I could write a book better than this. <laughs> I still this think at just... 10 years old I did. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, now he's, he like, this woman is clearly really into him and, like, always wants to have violent sex and he just hates it all the time. <laughs> but it, it, so he, like, but he's also, like, he, he can't get away from it. He's constantly complaining about how how she has this voracious sexual appetite. I feel like, who's he complaining to? Todd? Like, <laughs> Todd. Todd. Just come here. Just listen to me, but, right? But then, so he, like, but he, he gets through with, Drinking and cocaine, and then uh, it's like he could see Carly moving across the yard towards the med tent. She turned her head, locking eyes with Brian for a brief minute, then returned to her brisk walk to another medical tent. That was all it took. Brian was now harder than a diamond in an ice storm. So he's and, he, uh, and only she could chisel that ice. <laughs> so he is a willing participant. Yeah, kinda. <laughs> but he complains about it every single time. Could you met Todd? Todd's just like God damn. If he just if he talks about her one more fucking time, I'm gonna suck my own dick. 
so after one of their violent romps, like it would take severe mental preparation and fortitude on his part in order to ever attempt wrangling that wild vixen again. So he's got PTSD from sex? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's just like... Oh. Wow. Yeah, so here's another uh, another drinking piece. Shot after shot, Brian downed two entire bottles by himself in under five minutes. <laughs> so the, the math on that one, <laughs> I did. Uh, so, like, I, I made a note and I said, again, dead. Point. <laughs> <laughs> like, th- that is a, a fatal amount of alcohol, probably. You remember what Jackass, uh, they... I think it was Steve-O got the IV full of vodka. It was just the straight fifth of vodka oh. and IV or something like that. And I know. I remember they did like the, the the butt chug, and like that, like apparently alcohol in your rectum, it puts it like straight your bloodstream. <laughs> like it, it's it's very effective apparently. <laughs> and, and they say like, like people like people die doing it because you get alcohol poisoning because you can't regulate it that way, right. and it's super fast, so you don't like you don't really know what you're doing. But, um, like I'm, I'm almost. I know what I'm doing is not not putting, giving myself an alcohol enema. That's, that's what I'm not gonna do. So the uh, best part <laughs> of waking up is vodka up your butt. So what ensued was something Brian wished he could forget every day for the rest of his life. Somehow it included a blow up sheep, a 14th century wooden dildo. He had no clue where she got it. Handcuffs, a gag, a gerbil, and a sounding rod. The fuck's a sounding Don't rod? say what a sounding rod is. <laughs> a sounding rod. Oh god, I'm gonna throw is up. A rod that you insert <clears throat> into your penis. Why is it called Bing! a sounding rod? I don't. I don't know. Because you flick it. Yeah, right. like, 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 another, like, it's like, and it's supposed to vibrate. Like yeah. a tuning fork. Yeah. Cool. Neat. Coworker Kenny at FedEx. He was he he would always come in with like weird stories, and that was one of them. That's why I almost threw up. But because <laughs> like, yeah. I've heard this before. And then it all ends when they they halo drop, um, like a bunch of Vietnam vets show up who have C one thirties for some reason. Somehow. Why not? Uh, yeah, they show up. Uh, they all uh, halo drop into the Antifa headquarters, a skyscraper in Portland. They kidnap. Uh, they kidnap a Russian general. And they smuggle him out back to the military camp, and so they can show the rest of the world that Russia is behind it, and it's not a civil war, and ever the rest of the world needs to help. And that is where we leave book one, and book book two is called uh, the Eagle and the Goose, which is America and Canada. Dingo and the Baby. Canada Canada is liberal and doesn't like guns, so they side with Antifa, and that's book two. Okay. Doesn't but, Canada have like some of the most deadliest sharpshooters? I think some of the I, they might have the record for the longest sniper kill. Yeah, yeah they got the record. Well, they did. And it's and it's been like I mean, it's not something I follow, but it's every now and then you end up on Wikipedia. Yeah, looking up. But cool it was stuff. like 2004 that they got that record, so it might have changed. Yeah. I don't remember. Um, I know that there's there's not a lot of crazy long shots, but I know Canada did have it for at least for a while. I yeah. don't know what the current one is. And, and then there's other claims of like unconfirmed stuff, but yeah, yeah I, th- I want to say the guy's name was like Craig Harrison. I've been on the Wikipedia page a few times. <laughs> that was with uh, a three three eight, I think too. Mm-hmm. I just like long range, long range guns. You play a lot of Warzone. <clears throat> no, I shoot real guns. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
man, uh, I know, like, this guy, too, I was just sitting around and, you know, doing the military, you just goof off on the internet all day until there's real work. <laughs> but I was piecing together a, uh, uh, my, my long range rifle, trying to, trying to pick parts and do, like, more of a custom build. So, yeah, um, <clears throat> Craig Harrison is the third. Yeah, I see. Okay. And um, they the two that have that. So the the number one is uh, he's still serving, so he his name is withheld because he's still okay. active service. And so all they li- listed as is uh, JTF two sniper. Uh, seals. <clears throat> name withheld, and that's. Um, Three thousand eight hundred and seventy-one yards. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. That's two miles, or almost two. Jeez, is a mile is like seventeen sixty. Who's got the most confirmed? Didn't they make a movie about him? Uh, I don't. Chris Kyle. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he still has the most. Confirmed what was that? When it, did he have the most confirmed? I thought. He, I thought. Mm. That's. What, you know, I don't think he was the most confirmed. I just think he was. He had the highest bounty on his head. If oh, you're gonna okay. like most confirmed. Um, kills was in Vietnam. I'm pretty sure there's, Vietnam was still like, going to be the highest. Yeah. Kill. Like, there's a really kick-ass book called Marine Sniper about a guy named Carlos Hathcock. And like, if you've seen sniper stuff on like History Channel, like it's it it's all his stories. Oh, okay. Um, like uh, he had the one where uh, he it was like sniper versus sniper. They're hunting each other in Vietnam, and he got a kill through. Like through the rifle scope of okay. the sniper that was looking at him, yeah, and it was like, and then they did that, and, and they still can't replicate that shot because it was, yeah, yeah so I think like MythBusters tried to do it, and yeah, it was like they were trying to say okay. that there's no way it could have happened. But I, it was I, I like, think, so Steven Spielberg showed us in, yeah, and like it's funny, like reading that book, Private Ryan, um, he talks about uh, he had to go to his supervisor and ask permission to get married, and his supervisor had to like allow it. You're like, fuck, man, that is still so needed in the military. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, no, you're 18, and you've known this chick for fucking a month. No, you can't get married. <laughs> Two weeks there ago, you were meme, buying yeah. lap dances from her. No. <laughs> there is that meme, or it's not like he's in the military, we're getting married starter pack or whatever, and it's like what she looks like. And it's never good. I feel bad because she's always she's a little chubby. <laughs> And I think she's wearing capris with like the flat or with like the the sandals that are like wedges though. Oh yeah. And it's just like <laughs> hoop earrings and. Uh. Oh oh yeah. I've seen I've seen airmen do some stupid shit to yeah. get out of living in the dorms. Yeah, yeah. Like, people do it, and then yeah, oh, you're like they'll meet they'll meet a girl in tech school. And be like, I really want to keep dating her, but I got orders to Alaska, and she's going to Italy. Like, how do we fix this? We get married, and they change one of our assignments to Missouri. <laughs> yeah, 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 and then, and like in, inevitably, two months later, they're fucking beating each other, and security forces gets called, and there's an ugly divorce, and people lose stripes, and I'm like, man, you fucked up. Like, you shouldn't got married. You you will meet new you will meet new girls in Alaska, and then they both bought cars at twenty eight APR. <laughs> It's always like some shady dealer like that just sets up shop right outside the gate of a base. Yeah. Military cars are us or some stupid shit like that. And it's all cars that have been sold to other people who then sold them back to because they were deploying. It's like, like, oh, you have a camo shirt on? You are pre-approved. <laughs> Sign here. Sign here and leave with your Mustang now. Yeah. Or. Charger. Is or Charger. Yeah. I was going to say uh, the Camaro. Yeah, Camaro. 
would be another one. That was so when I worked at Guardian. There's a guy who just got out of the military. I think he was a Marine. So maybe there's two Marines I've met. <laughs> and uh, he was very quiet. So I never really asked him questions. But he, yeah, he drove uh, Bumblebee. Like it was yellow. Yeah. It was yeah. yellow Camaro. Like, like, I saw Tesla in the dorms once. Yeah. You're like, dude, that is all of your money. <laughs> it's good investment. <laughs> Back, uh, this is before you uh, got out there because this was like 2002 or something. Uh, one of the guys in the dorm, he was always outside fixing his, I think it was like a 66 Mustang. And he was always adjusting the headlights. And we always made fun of him for it. Come to find out that's how he told everybody that he was holding because he was the drug dealer on base. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, that totally makes oh, sense. Gotcha. If I'm out there adjusting my headlight, that means I've got product and you can come buy it. And it was happy time pills. Yeah, ecstasy and Vicodin. Yeah. You can be arrested with a trunk load of drugs on Fairchild and then still become a first sergeant. <laughs> tell, <laughs> tell me yeah, more. Yeah, you, can go to, you can go to jail for six months. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Fun. Fun stuff. Yeah. I was part of that. Didn't even know it. Mm hmm. Yeah, that was awesome to have security forces show up at my house with my two stoner roommates asking questions where I was and Which shit like that. Which two stoner <laughs> Brandon and Josh. Wait, them? I didn't know that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, they're like, they thought I was the guy in town hooking them up. Mm. I was like, why? Because I'm guard? <laughs> Just because I live in town? Yeah, hmm. that was it. That was the only reason why I thought I was involved. It's because I was in the same unit as fucking Holly. Holly. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, long, long other story we'll tell. That'll be another podcast. We'll do a drugs podcast. <laughs> a drugs episode. Um, Can't wait to contribute to that. <laughs> I don't have any <laughs> drug stories. <laughs> <laughs> uh like, did you ever catch any airman robo frying? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> you drink a whole bottle of Robitussin by yourself. Because it makes you hallucinate. Oh, it also like, makes you, like, scratch your skin off. I just remember, like, there's a comedian who was, like, out of drugs. And so he dipped uh, cigarettes in NyQuil and smoked it. And, like, I always joked about doing that, but I never did. Uh, like, I know I heard about people doing... Our- like, hand sanitizer is booze. It's not drugs, but like, um, but yeah, you, like you, they, but they put stuff in hand sanitizer so where you're not supposed to drink it. You know, right. It'll make you sick. But like, apparently, if you can add a bunch of salt to it and then it it separates it out and then you can drink it. <laughs> oh, it renatures it because it's, it's something like that. Alcohol yeah. or whatever. And I don't know. I, but, yeah, I know. I heard. About a bunch of people doing that on deployment. But I never had to because, you know, we just had like. A, you know, I, <laughs> we I, had I, access to yeah, yeast. We yeah, made like, our own fucking Bruno. Yeah, and, all, the time. and also, like, we we're in services. We just, like, my roommate ran the bar. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, they, they did inventory every night. And we're like, and breakage. There's a bunch of people that did acid in Wyoming. See, I never did that. I, I never. did mushrooms. Once. I just remember uh, Morgan, she came out of a dorm room that we were getting ready to go into. And she, like, so she was. She opens up the door and then she just turns around, looks at me, and closes it. And she's like, "I just saw three people take hits of acid. We're gonna go to a different room because <laughs> we need these. It's like we need these jobs." I'm like, okay, yeah, we'll have a we'll have a drugs episode podcast that'll be fun to tell stories. Um, 
But we should sign off because I need to get home. I'm hungry. Yeah, we're going to go to Shogun, I think. Oh, yeah, it's back open again. I heard that. Huh. We'll have fun there. I'm going to try and convince Angela to get Wendy's. It's a hard have you, sell. Have you tried their breakfast bacon in here? No. It's amazing. <laughs> it's oh. so good. Okay. Wendy's sponsor us. Wendy sponsor us. Yeah. Anyway. All right. That's the episode. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Not A Terribly Good Podcast. We will definitely be posting the cover art to Boogaloo. Whatever. What is it? Boogaloo by Carl Snuffy. By Carl Snuffy. It is worth $5. (laughs) Even though I just spoiled the whole plot. Fuck, it's worth it. Plot is in quotation marks. Like, my face face hurt because I was just smiling the whole time reading it. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, and dude, if and Carl Snuffy, if you are, if you do listen, get that third fucking book out, dude. <laughs> I'm like, the, the books I'm impatient for are like the next Game of Thrones, and okay. right here is <laughs> Boogaloo Bug- Three. Uh, if he does get three out, I will continue writing as a ten-year-old child. Okay, cool. Yeah, I want to hear more Jordan stories too. <laughs> <laughs>